call is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. Here we go. Ten minutes from hell, episode eighteen, and we're calling this one the Bright Night. I am Doug, as always, with my whatever talk. (laughs) And I'm Steve. This is what happens when I let Doug open the show. (laughs) All the all the all the wheels on the bus start coming off immediately. Yeah. the wheels. No, you did all right. No, no, you did fine. It was good. It was good. Don't don't beat yourself up about it. <laughs> um, but as you said, the bright night. Uh, we lost uh, we lost Adam West uh, actually today. Um, yeah. We're uh, yeah. uh, very sad to report that. Eighty eight years old. Go on Netflix and uh, look for the documentary. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Um, I might be called I am I am Adam West. I can't remember exactly what the title is, but um, that sounds right. It's, it's, it's a it's a wonderful documentary um, about uh, his uh, attempts to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and I won't say what happens at the end because it's a really good little story. And uh, his daughter is helping him, and. Um, I think he's got a son too. I can't remember, but I mean, uh, he's just such a sweet, sweet guy in the in the in the dock, and um, very uh, self-deprecating, and and he really understood where he fit in uh, pop culture. Like he really felt like it was just a a weird thing that happened and he was more than happy to, you know, uh, play around with that forever. And he loved his fans and he, uh, he just really, really appreciated all the things that had happened to him. And it was, was just really starring nice Adam West. Starring Adam West. Adam West from 2013. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, but it's great though. It's a go through his whole background, goes you know through his childhood and uh, how he got into the business and his early jobs. And of course, he's you know the, the nice thing is that you know he is like there. He's talking all about it. It's not like an after the fact kind of thing. It's uh, he's he's talking through the whole thing and and uh, explaining everything. And he's very funny. And uh, yeah, so in honor of him, watch that. It's terrific. I should and watch, watch uh, yeah, then watch an old episode of of the Batman too, because uh, well, that was one of the that was that one was of the iconic. first exposures. Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, that being one of the first things I remember even about Batman. I mean, probably even more than the comics. That um, watching that old Batman show, and uh, if you'll recall, it was in you know reruns by the time I was watching it of course because that was in the 60s um but we we only had a black and white television back in the 80s and i still love the show 
Like yeah. it was known for its its bright colors and its you know kind of crazy sensibility. And I thought it was great just seeing it in black and white. And so when I eventually saw it in color, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Where did you grow up? What do you, what do you mean a black and white TV? That's all we had. <laughs> we had two color TVs. No, when you moved about? out, when you moved out, you took your color TV with you. Oh, and that's so, right. So okay, mom, yeah, yeah, no, you know, you're would, right, you're right. That's right. She would get like black and white TVs from friends because, you know, nobody that's wanted right. a black and white TV anymore. I got you. So yeah, if I no, wanted right, to watch right. TV, it was black that's and white. That's right. That's right. We talked about this before. That's right. I, I forgot you had you had a, you had a black and white TV when I moved out because <laughs> I took my TV with me that I purchased that I purchased from working at Rack's restaurants. So yes, I suffered for that TV. <laughs> well, there's I, I no reason why you wouldn't have taken it with you. I didn't blame you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I deserved sense. I deserved that TV. I, I'm not I'm mad, mad about it. it. Okay, but that's, that's good. Um, <laughs> I'm just explaining okay, wait, why I saw it in black and white. Why, why you saw it in black? I understand. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I saw it much earlier. I didn't see it also. I didn't see it in, in first runs either. Uh, I was too young. But uh, as most of the people uh, that did see it saw it in reruns, and so we all saw it in reruns, and they ran and ran and ran and ran and ran, and you could watch them forever. Like, they uh, they would run them all week long. Um, yeah. And, again, same, coming back to your point, that was what I knew of Batman. That's who I knew Batman as, was the, the Adam West Batman. And it wasn't yeah. until I was in school... Um, at the school library, I might have been like first grade, and uh, they had a Batman book, which was like the early Batman comics, kind of put into a like a little compilation thing. And I had never read a Batman comic except for the ones you know that were kind of silly with the you know uh, with Superman and whatnot. Um, but I didn't know his background. I didn't know who he was. I didn't understand his, you know, I wasn't really that concerned about origins at that point. Like I didn't really, I, I, you know, I, I didn't need to know where he came from. I was just happy he was there. But yeah. when I got this book and I read it, um, the first five pages are, <laughs> uh, the Bruce Wayne coming out of the theater, his parents being murdered, uh, him, like, you know, vowing revenge and becoming Batman. This is the first, like, three, four pages of this book. And I remember yeah. reading this at home, and I was mortified. I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I thought that was the most horrible, depressing. Like, I was like, this does not match up with Adam West Batman. Like, that didn't, like, I couldn't understand, I couldn't even wrap my head around it. Like, I'm like, why would this be so different? Like, I don't yeah. understand. And then, uh, it wasn't probably too much longer after that that I read, you know, the origin of Spider-Man and, you know, his Uncle Ben gets murdered. I was like, you know, this is becoming kind of a thing uh, that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that all of these people start out in these really horrible situations um <laughs> but uh 
But boy, I loved. I, man, did I did I love that that uh, that Batman TV show though? I mean, it was it was so much fun, and I didn't I didn't even realize that it was poking fun at things. Like I I didn't realize that it was like The Simpsons. That it was like it was oh, supposed right. to be you know satirical, and and that's why they had celebrity guests and all this kind of stuff, and that was the fun of it. Um, right. I didn't know that. I just thought it's just a real fun, goofy show, and I. The threats that he had in the show, even though they were silly, um, like the the strawberry jam or whatever, when they turned the water supply to strawberry jam, and like, <laughs> <laughs> I was really, I was really upset by stuff like that. Like that made me very, very unhappy. And I was like, what are they gonna do? Oh, they gonna, they can't do anything. They have strawberry jam, and uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> And I would be waiting, like, eagerly for the next day, because uh, that, that time they were playing it, like, five days a week, and waiting yeah. for the next day to be able to see the second part. Um, later on, they would, you know, do it, so they'd do it, like, in an hour block, so you wouldn't have to wait. Like, you'd watch the yeah. first part, and you could see the second part right away. That's kind of lame. I mean, that was kind of the fun of it. You know, they kind of, you know, get you, you know, excited about the thing. But anyway... Um, but I loved it. I thought it was so great. I'd rush home from school if it was on, like, you know, right after school. And because and, uh, you couldn't record anything because we were living in Victorian England. So we didn't have uh, any sort of, like, you know, ways to record anything. <laughs> we, right. were like, we were like candle makers. We were like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa Beefen times or something. When you think back, that's what it seems like. It's like, oh my gosh, you couldn't record anything? You had no. to watch it live or you didn't see it. For another year. Ever. <laughs> yeah. It was usually a year. Like with the yeah. Christmas specials and stuff like that, you had to wait till the next year. Um, anyway, we're getting way off the track of Adam West. But suffice <laughs> to say, uh, he was awesome. And he was great on The Family Guy and uh, thankfully, we've got a lot of stuff with him. Like he's done a lot of voices, he's done a lot of things, um, mm -hmm. so we'll be able to have that uh, for you know a long time and be able to keep watching that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, like you, I didn't realize as a kid that he was a comedic actor. I mean, watching it now, it's obvious. Like, oh, the guy, he was he was a comedian. Like he wasn't yeah. he wasn't a you know an action star. He wasn't. No, he was like the, he was like a, the he modern was a, Batman. He was, no, no, he, he was he had like great a, comedic timing. I mean, it, yeah, he did. Yeah, he was. He was very dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's sad. Um, and then uh, somebody else died too. Um, oh, Glenn uh, Glenn Headley, who was in the uh, Dick Tracy movie. She's been a lot of stuff, um, but she was uh, sixty-one. And she passed away suddenly. Uh, so we got two. Oh, last so week, far, uh, British actor Peter Salas passed away. You might not recognize his name, but he was the voice of Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I didn't. He was uh, 96 years old, so he had a pretty long life. But yeah. I always I love the Wallace and Gromit stuff. Those were. Yeah. Great, great cartoons. If you're a fan of animation at all, 
you have to watch those if you haven't. They're they're fantastic. Yeah, they're pretty pretty amazing. Um, they're groundbreaking in the ways that they were able to like uh, uh, do the stop motion stuff with. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's pretty incredible because uh, they built all that stuff by hand. Yeah, and then and then it got burned up in a fire. So like they lost like almost all their original uh, models. Oh really? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was right before. It was either right before the big feature movie. Oh, right. At, I think or they did right that. after. Did they end up doing that in my computer, or did they still do that live action? That doesn't matter. I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, but they lost. They lost a lot of stuff. Remember, it was a big deal because um, all their original stuff was gone. Um, because you know, not known by many people, but uh, clay uh, little skeletal models and buildings, they burn really well. <laughs> so little known fact <laughs> there's, there's a fire. Yeah, those are probably things that are definitely gonna get melted. Um yeah. so the their whole warehouse went down. So that sucks. <laughs> um I also, uh, the trailer for uh, Black Panther was released. Yes. Um, I've only watched it once. I did not watch it twice. Uh, I wanted to. I just, I just haven't had a chance. Um, I did watch it twice. My first viewing of it, great. Really great. I mean, it looks, I was, it looks terrific. There's so much happening in that trailer that the first time I, I watched it, I was like, I don't even know what's going on. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm I get I'm seeing where I'm, I, I'm getting a better feel." And it just it's great to see another corner of the Marvel universe that we haven't seen yet. And this looks unlike yeah. anything else we've seen. Exactly, and, uh, that's what I thought too. I, I thought it looked really interesting, and and uh, um, I think the story will be really cool. Um, and I'm and excited I'm to find color. out about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, really that's, that's one thing that James Gunn has contributed to the Marvel Universe, besides two great movies, is not being afraid to use color. And now, you know, seeing uh, Thor Ragnarok and now Black Panther, it's like finally we're getting some some brighter colors back in superhero movies because they've just they've been so dark and grim for so long. And I and I don't want you know, Wolverine and yellow spandex. But just seeing, you know, the backgrounds now, getting some color back into them is it's refreshing. Um yeah. We can probably yeah. talk about this next. We we just saw Wonder Woman. And while yes, we did be while it was a really hopeful and, and emotionally uplifting movie, it still was like all shades of brown and gray. <laughs> it's very like, dark. Very, yeah. very dark. And yeah. I'm I'm happy to see that trend go away. I'm happy to see actually a different color palette on the screen. Well, that's you know that's what comics are. I mean, like every comic you read, I mean, from the '60s on, they're not they're not dark. You know, they're bright. Everything's bright. Right. You know, even when even when it's nighttime, it's bright. And 
and it, it's yeah I don't know what I don't know what this fascination with DC about making everything so dark we saw that we saw the uh, trailer for Justice League right before we saw Wonder Woman and yeah it, all dark all dark no yeah. everything all dark everything yep. yeah it's just like you know I don't know I don't get it okay well first of all we're not going to go into spoilers for the show maybe we'll do it at, maybe we'll do it at the end um because I'd really like to know what you thought. Um, mm-hmm. But what did you... Yeah, we haven't talked about this at all. Not at all. Not even, like, a word. So this is all, like, right now. Um, exciting, <laughs> isn't it? Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, no, we're not going to think about this at all. I know. Uh, well, my initial reaction was I really enjoyed it. It mm-hmm. felt like a Marvel movie, finally. And I say that not, not in the fact that I know that it's not a Marvel movie, but it it felt like the sensibility that Marvel brings to their movies, DC finally brought to a movie. It wasn't, it wasn't trying to set up another movie. It wasn't trying to shoehorn anything in. They just let it be a movie with a beginning, middle and end. And it had good acting, a good story. Um, likable characters. It actually had some humor in it. Yep. And uh, I, I a lot of it. was just, I was happy from beginning to end. It was just a very pleasant movie-going experience. Yeah, I uh, I was very entertained uh, by it. Um, unfortunately, you know, everybody was really talking about how great it was. <clears throat> so I should never, I should never, you know, have that going into my head when I'm, seeing a movie because then that that's in my head it's like oh everyone says it's great it's obviously gonna be great and mm-hmm. I thought it was good I thought it was good yeah. I mean, it was great I thought it was good I thought it was better than any of the other DC stuff that they've done so far um I thought she Gal Gadot was terrific I mean she mm-hmm. was the best part of it and she should be <laughs> she's yeah. Wonder Woman she right. totally should be the best part of it um, I thought her chemistry with Chris Pine was really good, and I like him. I like I like Chris Pine. Um, yeah, I'm really I'm really leery of saying anything bad about it because I don't want people to think that you know, <laughs> oh, he's gonna you know, he's gonna find something wrong with it no matter what you know. And it's like, <laughs> but I did I did have, I did have problems with it. There were some things I did have problems with. Just like I had problems with Logan. I mean, I I there are certain things that I do not like in movies and I didn't like when they did those things in this movie. And I don't think it's a big spoiler to say that the movie begins in the present with a voiceover that goes to a flashback. Oh yeah. My absolute worst way to start a movie. I absolutely hate the voiceover going into a flashback. I, I just, I can't stand it. I don't know why. It just seems to me, it just seems to me like so bad, like it's bad writing. Like you don't need that. Like you shouldn't need to have to tell the audience what's about to happen. Yeah. It should just, it should just happen. So the fact that they have to do that and then at the end, sum it up, you know, it's like, uh, well, those, no, yeah, the, like the, the, the beginning and end, the bookends of it, I get, that would be the one thing they're you know they're trying to link it to 
the other yeah. other Marvel movie, the other DC movies, almost said Marvel yeah. movies, the other yeah, DC movies, because they've already established that it's in modern day. So yeah. they, I suppose, you know, they they couldn't, they didn't want to take the route of Captain America and just have it start in the past and with no explanation, which I don't understand why, because Captain America did it and everybody followed along. It wasn't a big deal. Well, actually, Captain um, America started in present day. Oh, you're right. It, yeah, because they find the show. But it wasn't, but it wasn't yeah. somebody talking about it. it was, no, there was no voiceover. There was no, you know. And the thing is, you could still have that opening if that's what they wanted, you know, to have the opening in present day. You didn't need yeah. a voiceover. There was no reason no. for a voiceover. I know what's going on. Yeah. She's, she's you know, looking at an old photo. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> like I, I think I can, I think I can figure, I think I can figure that out. Like that's not something I need to be, have explained to me. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then seeing this, and here's here's the problem with going with starting the movie with a flashback. Then during the flashback, because the whole movie is a flashback. During yeah. the flashback, we have some character in there have a flashback and we show her <laughs> flashback. <laughs> so it's like, why would you do that? So you have yeah. two flashbacks. Like you have a flashback within a flashback. You know, it's like, I mean, that's just like, oh, I remember that time my mother was talking to me and then she told me about something that happened to her and then... <laughs> Hearing the story of what happened to her, her sister in that story told me about another thing that had happened. <laughs> so it's a, it's a flashback of a flashback of a flashback. Um, I don't know. I just, I just, I get, I get so bothered by those kinds of things and it's too bad. You know, cause I really should just be able to do, you know, just enjoy it. But uh, I couldn't. Cause <laughs> I know. I mean, there's, there's a, the famous example of Saving Private Ryan, where the guy is having memories of events that he was never even part of. <laughs> exactly. That's why that movie. That movie is, is not written well. That's that's, that's, that's right. And and that's it's a hundred percent true. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, um, if your job is a screenwriter and that's what you do, you know the formula. You know what it takes to make a script, and. Mm-hmm. It goes through a lot of revisions, <laughs> but for some reason, this revision made it through. Like, it was like, oh, it's fine. Let's start with a yeah. flashback. I can uh, remember things that existed before him that he previously had no knowledge of. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No, and I think, and I think a lot of times they just say, "For who cares?" Like, you know, right. no one's going to notice. Nobody's going to care. Like, why? Why are you worried about what anybody thinks? Like you know, it's only like, those nerds on podcasts talk about this stuff. That's right. That's right. And it's, <laughs> it's probably mostly true. Um, but uh, I don't. I don't have high hopes for Justice League. I, I think it looks. I think it looks bad. Um, the looks the, very, I'm fine with everything except Cyborg and Aquaman. Cyborgs CGI. Just looks awful. It does. And it looks like, and he looks like Iron Man. 
It looks like they're yeah. totally copying Iron Man, and that's too bad for them because Cyborg's been around for a long time. But unfortunately, yeah. uh, Iron Man did it first and did it yeah. well, and so now you're going to be a copy of that. Um, but Aquaman it looks really, it just looks really forced. Like the whole thing yeah. just looks really forced. It um, does. And I, I, I don't understand why Aquaman is a water-based superhero, and the only thing they've shown us in the trailers, for the most part, is him flying. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't understand. I know, that's weird. Okay, yeah. so you're Aquaman, so that means you can fly. Got it. <laughs> and there's going to be an end, and they're making an Aquaman movie right now. In fact, they may have just finished it. I know they were, they were shooting it, or they're about to shoot it. I know they were casting it. Um, and I'm assuming that's all going to be underwater, so it's going to make sense. But I just I, yeah. I can't get around this flying Aquaman business, and it looks dumb. It doesn't even look cool, and uh, it doesn't look it cool. Looks, and the, the physics are all off, and it, and the dialogue's bad, and it's just you know, what's your superpower again? I'm rich. You know, it's like okay, that's that's stupid. What a dumb, <laughs> that's dumb. what a dumb joke. Um, <laughs> so many of those things. And then also, uh, going back to trailers, I, uh, switching gears a little bit from Justice League, but we saw, I think about five trailers for movies and every single one of them had the punching sound effect like every four seconds. Like that, that like every single trailer, and it just it we got to the point where I was like, I feel like I'm watching the same trailer over and over and over again. Like it was like there was one with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson, oh, yeah. the Hitman yeah, bodyguard, and, yeah, yeah, and just you know, oh, I mean, so many fun punching. Yeah, it might be okay. But, you know, again, there's there's the forced jokes. Like, you know, some of the jokes are just, you know, forced in it. You know, it's just like, eh, ugh. Yeah. And then, uh, and then there was the one with uh, Charlize Theron, uh, Atomic Blonde. Again, yeah. punch, punch, kick, kick, punch, kick, out windows, falling on cars, you know, whatever. And yeah. then, uh, I can't think of the other ones. There were so many. It was like one after the other. I'm like, what is up? Well, we, saw, we saw Thor Ragnarok and also Spider-Man Homecoming with ours. Oh, yeah, we saw Spider-Man, too. I forgot about that. But I'd already seen that one, so that wasn't yeah. a big deal, I guess. Um, oh, we saw Blade Runner, though. And I had not seen oh, that really? on, the big sc- on the big screen. looked pretty cool on the big screen. Um, boy, does it look confusing, though. Oh, boy. I think, I think I'm gonna have yeah. I'm gonna have a hard I'm gonna have a hard time with that one. I think it's gonna be pretty. I think it's gonna be pretty heady. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to follow it. Because um, honestly, I don't know if I can follow the original Blade Runner that well. I mean, I I understand it pretty pretty much, but well, they've changed it up though. I mean, Ridley Scott has released so many versions of it. I don't even know which one to watch anymore. There's like I don't know the, what the one definitive yeah. cut. I think that's, one you guys, that's, that's the one, one you're you supposed me. to watch. Yeah, yeah that's yep. the one you got me. Um, and I tried watching it, and uh, I fell asleep. 
Uh, <laughs> but I was like, I was like, boy, I forgot how slow this movie is. This is one <laughs> slow movie because um, it really is. It's really slow. Um, it's good. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. They define the genre. Of. It was it was one of those genre-defying movies, though. That sort of steampunk dystopian yeah. future. I mean that that shaped the way. People make sci-fi mean, movies forever afterwards. I mean, if Harrison Ford had not been in that movie, I don't think I would have liked it as much as I did. I mean, because that was the reason I was seeing it. I mean, it was coming off Star Wars and Indiana Jones, and it was like, oh, you know, yeah. Harrison Ford, yeah. you know, big hero guy. Um, which, and it's a different kind of movie. You know, it's not, it's not that kind of fun popcorn movie. It's, you know, it's a no. lot more... Stylized. He's not a he's not a clear cut hero either. I mean, he could he could be yeah. considered the villain of the film. <laughs> yeah, if you look, if you look yeah, if you look at it a different way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then and, uh, everyone else is just trying to make it. Um, yeah, kind of like Logan's Run or something. But um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling is awesome. Uh, and I think he'll do a great job. I'm 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 worried about Harrison Ford revisiting old characters all the time uh, because he seems to not want to do them. <laughs> so then, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious why he decided to do this one. Me too. Like what? Me what? Too. Uh, was it just a big truck of money or a new plane or? Maybe they yeah. got his uh, bad flying record expunged or something. I mean, what? I don't know what. Uh, <laughs> I talked to the talked to uh, uh, the FCC and got him, you know, <laughs> some kind of clearance. Um, but yeah, I mean, he seems to be really excited about doing Indiana Jones, which oh, I still can't believe it's that far out. Um, yeah, but. Uh, um, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what to say more. More to say about that. I, I, I have to wait and see. It's coming out in November. I'll decide then. Um, I think I'm overthinking it. Is what it comes down <laughs> to. Um, but uh, what else? What else have we got going on, man? There's so much, so much nerdy garbage going on here. It's got to be something I can talk about. Look, I kind of felt like there was a glut for a while. And we were both so busy, we weren't even able to do a podcast best week and a half or yeah. so. But I feel like a bunch of bunch of stuff just happened. I mean, like with you know the trailer releases and yeah, not Wonder Woman. Well, you know, well, you know, TV you know stopped. You know, everything ended. You know, in May, um, and now we're getting kind of the summer stuff. Um, yeah. Well, Mummy just well, came the, out this week. Yes, it did. I don't know if I'll, when I'll get a chance to see that. Or Pirates. You know, I'm interested in them both, but they're not really on a high-priority list. I've heard Pirates is really good. It's as good as the first is what I've heard from most people. And I've, and heard, like the Mummy, and I've heard Mummy is terrible. In fact, yeah. people are saying that people, in quotes, uh, I don't know who these people are, but um, <laughs> they say that... Uh, it is the worst Tom Cruise movie in a very long time. So they're oh, like, really? even, Tom, even Tom Cruise couldn't save 
this one. Um, no. Which That's is not good. Yeah, which is not good for this dark universe thing that they're starting that they seem to be investing a lot of time and money into and yeah. have this be the first movie and not do well. Um, because They've got some interesting actors associated with it. Johnny Depp is the Invisible Man. Uh, Russell Javier Crow. Bardem. He's, oh, is he uh, Frankenstein? Frankenstein? Yeah, he's Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, and then Angelina Jolie is the bride of Frankenstein, or at least that's what they're heading towards. Oh, really? Um, yeah, Russell Crowe is uh, Dr. Jekyll, and yeah. what was the other one? What was the ones I could think of? Um, oh, somebody was Dr. Frankenstein. Who was Dr. Frankenstein? Oh, I forgot. I don't remember. There was, there was yeah. somebody. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it doesn't look good. Um, they're probably going to have to rethink the whole thing now. Um, because, uh... Yeah, I mean, they're just they're putting the cart before the horse, like DC is trying to do. Luckily, yeah, yeah. they finally got a decent movie, but... I mean, I didn't hate Batman vs. Superman, and I didn't hate Man of Steel. And I like Zach oh, yeah, I didn't hate the director. Either. I thought they were, they were fine. They just they weren't up to the quality that Marvel has established, which we've talked at length of how we love the, the Marvel universe. So probably yeah. we talk about it anymore, but um, yeah, I'm glad that they finally have wonder woman that at least set the bar higher and, and feels like it's in that same caliber with the rest of the modern superhero movies. I mean, it's, it's dark when it has to be, it's fun when it needs to be, you know, it's, wasn't afraid of being something just for the sake of being something. I mean, it was, it, it felt like a movie. It didn't feel like it was trying to build to something greater just for the sake of building to something greater. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I agree with that. It's, it seems to be its own thing, which, uh, uh, which is refreshing. It's a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Um, What's been on TV? What's on TV? Oh, I was going to think of something. I know you watched this too, but I just watched this last night, that uh, War Machines movie. War, War Machine. Oh. Yeah, and I, I, thought I, was, I thought I was getting into it, you know, as like a uh, race-swapped version of, you know, the Marvel character, but I was disappointed that it was not about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think that at all, of course. Uh, yeah. It was, it was okay. It was decent enough uh, I thought the tone was really weird it started off as kind of like a quirky light comedy about war yeah and then when they started getting into like kids dying and stuff I was like oh man this is kind of it doesn't know where it, what it wants to do like I, I don't think it it understands the tone <laughs> like it's it's trying to shift gears too quickly well kind of it he, he oh. was doing his character. He was doing his crazy guy character. And if you like that, and if you think that's good, I mean, I think it works in like 12 Monkeys. And, but he was trying to play like a, a real sympathetic character. And everybody else was acting solid. I mean, they were yeah. acting believable. And he was in a Saturday Night Live sketch. 
I was like, oh, well, that's come the, on, that's man. The same, well, that's the same character that he did. It's basically a variation on uh, the Inglorious Bastards uh, character. Almost, almost yeah, exactly. Yep. Like, his voice sounds almost the same. Um, uh, his sense of bravado is the same. And that fit in Inglorious Bastards, because that was kind of a hyper-real kind of situation, yeah. like where it's like, revising history and having these kind of, you know, iconic characters and, you know, and whatever. It works for that. Um, mm-hmm. For this, like you said, playing like a real person, he didn't seem like a real person. No. He, 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 you know, he just seemed like he was, you know, doing this affected speech and, and uh, um, I thought the movie was okay. I mean, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Uh, I got a little, yeah, I got I a little bored. I got a little bored. Yeah. Um, but, um, but I didn't hate it. Uh, no, Netflix, I mean, it, like, was, what a, it was fine. I mean, Netflix paid a lot of money uh, to have that movie. I mean, to make that movie. Um, and mm-hmm. this is like one of their first like in-house productions with a major, major star. And there's a lot more to come. Uh, they've paid a whole bunch of money to Mar- Martin Scorsese. Um, to do, uh, um, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci all together in a Martin Scorsese movie, which oh, wow. all three all three of them have not been together in a movie ever. And he'd been trying to huh. get that movie made all over town. Martin Scorsese tried to get this movie made all over town and couldn't get it made. And Netflix is like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> Bring it on over. Um, which I just can't even believe that, that they can't make that movie. Like, everybody may want to see that movie. Maybe um, it's really bad. Maybe it's... <laughs> maybe it's a re-terrible. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's uh, Little Nicky, Adam Sandler yeah. movie. Yeah, it's just terrible. Um, Can you believe actually, that Netflix bought the rights to that Martin Scorsese live-action worm movie? I mean, come on. <laughs> There's live-action uh, earthworms. <laughs> what is he thinking? Voiced by Robert De Niro. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, but I think it shows that that's that's the way uh, media content is going. That uh, yeah. Netflix is definitely going to have a lock on this. I mean, movie theaters are in trouble. They're in big trouble. When I was in the theater today, they were uh, promoting the big. They're having a big launch of their new wing of the theater that's uh, mm. easy chairs and, you know, I mean, oh, it, looks yeah. like, it, looks, it looks like a living room. It looks like you're sitting yep. in your living room. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's the only way they're going to get you out of your actual living room. <laughs> make a living room <laughs> that you can sit in. Um, I'm, I'm half expecting, like, them to be okay with people just talking amongst each other, like just yeah. like just like you were at home, you know. Maybe being able to pause the movie when you want to, you know. Just <laughs> when they have to use the bathroom, I, I'm gonna pause. This. Is, that, is, that cool? <laughs> is that all right, everybody? Um, you and your and then maybe they can hire like a mom type to like come in with like freshly baked cookies. Hey guys, I, I just baked some cookies. You guys, I see you're watching a movie. You guys want some chocolate chip cookies? Oh yeah, thanks, weird bomb. <laughs> I got pizza rolls. Um, and it's like, 
that's it. That's that's the only way that people are going to go to the movies anymore because it's just it, nobody wants to go. Nobody wants yeah. to leave. And uh, and then before I mean, the movie, honestly, if if I could have watched Wonder Woman at home with the kids, I probably would have just bought it on on demand or something. I mean, oh, it's, you know, I, I totally would have. I love going to the theater. I mean, ever yeah. since I was a kid, it's just it's well. Actually, I probably would have gone to the theater today because it's like a hundred degrees and their air conditioning felt really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's something. That's something the theaters have. They have air conditioning. Yeah. That will get some people <laughs> out of their house um, when it's ninety-eight. Um, but you know, before the movie even started, there were all these things. All these they they, they call them the Fathom events, where yeah. it's, it's all these it's all these like live. Uh, broadcasts of things at the theater and like, yeah. one of them was like a video game like release and another one was uh, riff tracks from the guys from MST3K and and yep. you know these kinds of things they're, they're having to like sell out the theater to other things in order to make money like they can't even make money off movies anymore now they just have to like pour out the theater any way they can, yeah. So they can get some of this money back. Um, yeah, because that just shows me they're dying. Yeah. They're in big trouble, you know. And, yeah. and we've talked about this before. You know, all the stores are closing. In fact, today I was at J.C. Penney um, because uh, you know they were they announced that they're closing the one in Southdale, which is the first enclosed shopping mall in the United States. Um, oh yeah, and uh, and they're closing uh, that one. The, they're closing the JC that JC Penney. Yeah, it's going to become a, a lifetime fitness. Um, but uh, that's weird. Yeah, but I mean, all this stuff having closing, a, having a mall, huh? Right. They it's going to be the, the nicest lifetime fitness like ever. Like there is, is going to be like the super duper lifetime fitness. Um, and I, I don't think. They've ever been in like a mall before, but um, yeah, it's not going to. It's not going. Well, it's not going to exit into the uh, into the mall either. No, like you'll you, you'll have to leave the lifetime and then go around and then come in. You know, another entrance to go to the to the mall. Um, which uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, but yeah, everything's closing. And movie theaters are next. I'm telling you, we're going to start seeing it. There's going to be, mark my words, in the next year, we're going to hear movie chains going out of business. Like, we're going to hear about, you know, Regal Cinemas or something, you know, shutting down, you know, half of their theaters or whatever. It's happening. Well, I, went oh, down yeah. to the, I went to the Apple Valley Theater today, and uh, that was just bought by AMC. So apparently, I think they were Carmike before. Apparently, uh, yeah, it was Carmike. I don't know what other Carmike theaters are. I wonder if they all got absorbed by AMC. It's very possible. I mean, nothing, we might see a nothing might changed. See a best. Oh, nothing sure changed not. but the name. I mean, everything was the same inside. But. I think we might start seeing like a Best Buy situation where they just kind of start absorbing each other. Kind of like what the airlines are doing too. Just kind of you know, like one buys another one, and then instead of having six theaters, then there's only four, and then there's only two, 
and then yeah. the big man on campus is left, which will probably be AMC. Um, I'm assuming they're probably the biggest. Um, and then they'll be the last one standing, and then uh, digital media and everything will eventually destroy them too. <laughs> they'll be, and then they'll be gone. They'll be the last yeah. hanging on. Or they'll find a way to uh, get involved in the digital world. Like, they'll figure out a way. So if somebody figures that out, if a theater can figure that out, how to integrate our digital, you know, uh, the way that we consume things at home, if they find a way to, like, be able to be involved in that, they will survive. They will make it. If do you remember when, do that. Do you remember when Steven Spielberg was talking about that, you know, he's, he uh, saw that in the future, going to the theater was going to be a much more uh, specialized, high-scale event, more like going to like the theater, you know, like the opera. That right. people were going to get dressed up. It was going to be a lot of money, and it was going to be kind of an event if you got to go to the theater. And I'm starting to think maybe he's right. Maybe there's going to be just a few really high-profile movies a year and they're going to be at the expensive theater and otherwise you're going to have to wait to see it, you know, a couple months later and just rent it at home. But if you want to go see Justice League 5, I'm sure that's not even going to make it there, but (laughs) (laughs) if you want to go see the big, cool movie, whatever it is, it's going to be a big to-do. And and yeah, the prices are already starting to get up there anyway. I mean, okay, not quite, but um, it's not hundreds of dollars for a ticket yet. But um, not yet. Maybe maybe he he was onto something. I mean, maybe he saw the death. You know, this is the only way it's going to survive. Is it's it's got to change into something else. Well, that's when he was talking. I think that's when he was talking about Lincoln uh, when he was trying to get Lincoln made um, because he was feeling that movies like that were not going to, they were not going to make it in the theater. That it was, that the audience is not going to go see that in the theater. Um, Yeah. And uh, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, you go to the, you go to the theater and you look at what's playing. How many of those movies are movies that you've never heard of? There's there's very few. I mean, like you look right. at the twelve or fourteen movies that are up there, you know all those movies. Like there is no, you're not taking a risk with any one of those movies as far as like, well, try this. I've never tried this before. I like yeah. this actor. I I I'd check that movie out. You don't see that anymore. You see that on Netflix. You see that on <clears throat> on uh, iTunes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where you take a risk like that. Um, more so with Netflix because you're paying a membership, so it doesn't really matter. You know, if you don't like the movie, you don't have to watch any more of it. Um, you're like more like a machine. I was like, yeah, it's free, so why not? Let's watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> I like Brad Pitt well enough. Let's, let's yeah. check it out. And same with Amazon and I mean all these subscription services. They uh, that's where it is. That's where it's going to mm-hmm. be, and uh, we just got to get used to it. And yeah, um, God, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> I'm, 
we're not steam all of a sudden. Uh, well, we saw Alien Covenant too. Oh yeah, yeah, you were, we were talking, gonna, you were we were talking about uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. yeah. Um, yes, we are. Uh, we we did talk about this one beforehand. Um, yeah, we so ran to that quite length. We, we should, yeah, we did. There was a lot of things I had trouble with about it. Oh, uh, a few beers and a fire and uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think you summed it up best when you said, "Had there been no other Alien movies before this one." Um, mm. It would have been pretty cool. But yeah. the reality is that there has been alien movies before this, and they've established their own set of rules and constructs within their alien universe as far as how the creatures behave and what they do and how they adapt and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That by him making a movie that takes place before Alien it makes it pretty murky and it kind of, it kind of ruins the whole thing for me. Like that's my opinion. It it just, it just ruined it for me because (laughs) I didn't need to know all of the background of everything. Um, yeah. I I felt like he ruined any, everything interesting that he set up in Prometheus that was promised to be answered at a later movie was all just ended. He ended yeah. it all conclusively. Or it seemed like to me. And then just gave us another, just a rehash of Alien that hit almost the same beats. Alien yeah. was defeated the same way. And it was just like, ugh, really? Yeah. Like that's, that's all you got? You just... I could have just watched Alien again and just pretended yeah. that something interesting happened at the end of Prometheus instead of nothing. <laughs> it's just I, yeah. I don't I don't want him to make any more alien movies. Ridley Scott, please stop. I really don't need just to see anymore. Let somebody else do it. Yeah, I'm kinda I kinda I'm honestly I've been just I'm kinda over him. Like uh, there's really nothing Nothing well, that went entice, back and enticed me back. I went back and watched Aliens with uh, my oldest son, and that was a fun experience because he just thought it was so cheesy. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear more about that because uh, uh, I thought we talked about this before, and I felt the same way after watching it back yeah. to back with Alien. I mean, I think he thought it was cool just because he's he's a he's a budding cine, cinephile, and yeah. so. He appreciates the artistry between between films, um, behind films. But he was the, that first shot of all the aliens where they're all kind of like in the swarm and they all kind of slink away. You know, when they're up back behind the Marines and yeah, it's supposed to be scary. He was like, "Was that seriously the aliens? Like, were you ever scared by this, Dad? <laughs> like, well, yes. it, it, it used to be cool, like." <laughs> I swear, this was cool back then. And seeing like total days scary. The APC ship, and I mean just all the ships and all the vehicles, they were they were made out of cardboard and foam, and it is painfully yeah. obvious now. They have no gravity to them. Like no. people want to complain about CGI. I complain about CGI from time to time, and then I watch a movie like this, and I'm reminded, oh, 
No, CGI is so much better. Yeah. And even when I, I complain about crappy gravity, it looks so much better than this, like, glued together stuff. I mean, those guys worked hard. Believe me, I understand. As a production person, I understand how hard they worked to make this look as real as they could. But it doesn't it doesn't stand up over time. <laughs> no, it hasn't stood up. No. It's like Terminator. It's the same, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, at the time it was awesome, and then now it's like, it, it does look silly. But, now, the um, Alien Queen still does look cool. The puppetry and the animatronics on that still is impressive. Yeah. It's very but good. everything else I mean, was really bad. <laughs> I thought, I thought and, uh, Bishop looked good. Yeah, Bishop was cool when he got. I think that yeah. looks. I think that looks. I think that looks good. Um, that, that was, was all practical. Really good. That yeah. was super cool. That would be totally CGI now. Yeah. Um, so then I was I was telling him uh, about Alien Three. I was like, okay, right after Aliens finished, I was like, okay, so now I'm going to tell you what happens in Alien Three, and he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like I know, right? <laughs> Worst idea so ever. I showed him. I showed him the the previews. I told him about Neil Blomkamp's proposed Alien Five, and then I showed him the uh, the shorts that he's done. Uh, yeah. Did we talk about this on the on the podcast? Where because Alien Five was scrapped, he just went oh, ahead yeah, and made the movie. Yeah. He just went ahead and made it anyway. He just changed the aliens to like these lizard people. <laughs> it's just yeah. so funny. And it's going to be a, it's, it's going to be a series of shorts. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah, that's that's the best. I mean, that's the best thing ever because he's still he's got Michael Bean and and Sigourney Weaver and uh, Dakota Fanning who looks like an older Newt. <laughs> it's just like he's just. Well, like, I, didn't, right, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know Michael Bean was in it. I thought he was. I thought I, I thought I saw him in there. Oh, he could have been the, uh, the trailer. Yeah. Shoot, I gotta look that up. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I, I could very well. Did be you wrong. Uh, look like he you, was in there? Did you uh, watch the um, the extended cut, like the director's cut or whatever? No, it was? no, we watched okay. the theatrical because I wasn't sure what the extended cut was going to be like, and I wanted to see it like I remembered. Maybe we should have watched the extended cut. I don't know. Well, I wanted to see what you thought of that, those extra scenes that were terrible. Um, oh, they were terrible. So maybe it was better. Yeah, I remember that was the one I told you about where they went into great detail about her family and all that. Coverage. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, we'll Oats, we watched the Oat Studios. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the Neil Blomkamp thing. Yeah, that's what I was looking at right now. Um, doesn't say who's in it. Uh, maybe I was just mistaken. It, maybe it's just the guy who looks like him. Maybe it's just wishful thinking. But maybe they are. Maybe they are in it. Well, I, I know for sure Sigourney Weaver's in it. Oh, yeah, there she is. I see her. Uh, yeah, she's totally in there. Um, oh, yeah, there's the fanning. Is it Dakota or is it L? I think she has a sister. Dakota. Yeah. It doesn't say if Michael Bean is in it. Maybe he isn't. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I just like I look like him. Yeah, I think they mentioned him. Um, he's not really like a huge name, though. I mean, not like those other two. No, no, no. And he's, uh, he's a big director now, I guess. He's directing stuff. Um, 
Is uh, is Doctor Who over? Did they have their last episode, or is it coming up? Nope. No, there's still a bunch left. <clears throat> I think there's at least four episodes left, and then a Christmas special. Is the Brits like oh, their Christmas okay. specials? Uh, my son started watching it again. He was saying that he really liked it. So, did he um, start watching this last season? Or did he? Uh, well, he finished. He finished last season, but he wasn't watching it all this season. So he just oh, watched okay. the first episode of this new season. Yeah, and it got the uh, it got the stamp of approval from him. He said that it's <laughs> much better, much better than he thought it was going to be. Yeah. So now I've really I've loved this season. It's well, like I said before, it's bittersweet because it's Peter Capaldi's last, and right, he's uh, he's just killing it. Just looking at that's, I think that's all I've got for uh, for this week. Yeah, we were gone for two weeks, so we had. Well, we think that we have a lot to talk about, um, and we did really all we've been doing is working and playing future fights. So. <laughs> a lot of future fights. Which is really I like great. the uh, the updates. For all you future fight players out there, the X Men. Oh man, fun. so fun, so fun. All right. Well, we've got an hour, so I think that's plenty. Um, mm-hmm. We will uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, do something next week. I don't know what's coming on next week. I can't think of anything. Um, maybe we see the. I'm mummy. sure we'll have something to talk about. We'll talk with them. Okay, folks. Thanks so much. This has been the 10 Minutes from Hall podcast. I'm Steve and Doug. Uh, I find him at Wugman Max on all of the different uh, channels. Find me at Dennis the Office Cobra. And uh, that's. Uh, oh, and then our website is uh, 10mfh.com. Send us messages, look at the pictures, read the articles, have fun. Summertime, Comment on stuff. Because yeah, I see you listening. I can see That's it. That's right. We know you're there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> That's all we got. All right. Here we talk go. to you later.